You're listening to episode 58 of the ESL Teaching Podcast. As this is the season for signing contracts or looking for other adventures, last week I began sharing some insights into how you can prepare for your ESL teacher interview. I talked about a few tips on how to format and what to include in your resume and your cover letter, both of which are important documents that are necessary in getting an interview. If you missed the episode, make sure to give it a listen. It is episode 57 of the ESL Teaching Podcast. This week, I'm talking about the actual interview. It can be a stressful experience because for the most part, we are getting into unknown territory, new district, new people, new everything, likely not what we are used to. So today, I will share three tips that will help you nail your interview. They are simple, but really important. Does being prepared, being yourself and actually asking questions sound familiar? I will go into greater detail of what it will look like in an interview. So let's get started right away. Hello and welcome to the ESL Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Yeva Grossless, otherwise known as Simply Yeva, and I am so thankful that you tuned in. I'm looking forward to sharing both my knowledge and experience on this podcast, as well as that of my fellow teachers. Hello, hello, everyone. I wanted to share a couple of personal stories to help illustrate my tips in today's episode. The first one is with a good ending, and the second one is a tad bit embarrassing. Are you ready? Almost 10 years ago to the day, I decided I needed a change. I had worked in my previous district for seven years and I just knew I had to leave. It's funny, I typically know when it's time before I can put it into words. And honestly, if someone had asked why, I could only tell that I felt a deep dissatisfaction inside. It felt like I was the odd one out working in a program nobody understood or what's more important, wanted to understand. I knew I was not going to grow there. On a more practical note, I needed to have a teacher contract. There wasn't even an ESL teacher position where I worked at the time, only that of a tutor. And since I had just gained my master's degree, I needed to be valued as a teacher, treated as such. So I started looking around for other opportunities. I began my journey of looking for something, anything. I looked on websites of educational institutions, from elementary to high schools, from universities to colleges to even jobs in Saudi Arabia and China. I'm not kidding. With every click, I would narrow it down even more as to what I wanted and needed. And in the process, I learned how to write a resume and cover letter. And I realized that I do not understand the credentialing system in Massachusetts. Yes, I live close by. So I thought, why not? Let me try and see what's there. So after submitting God knows how many resumes and cover letters and hearing crickets, I almost resigned to the idea of staying where I was until a friend of mine from university reached out. She was moving to another state and there would be an opening for an ESL teacher in her district. With renewed energy, I updated all the information and submitted it as soon as I could. Again, silence for a long time. The school year was coming to an end and I was getting a little nervous. One day... I left my phone in the classroom as I ran uh, to the office and I 
only came back to find out that I had missed a call from the hiring district. They thankfully left a voicemail, but here's the funny part. I could not figure out the last name of the person who called me. It was just not clear. I, I don't know. You know, sometimes you can't um, understand the last name. And that was me. So I was younger then and honestly not entirely sure of the whole hiring process etiquette. So I was sitting in my classroom biting my nails until a good teacher friend peeked into my classroom and said, why don't you just call him and say, I got a call, but have no clue who it's from. Well, long story short, I made the call. I got an interview. It went really well. I got the job. I'm telling you this to illustrate that nothing really goes in a linear way. You know, we decide we want a job, but then it takes all these tweaks and turns and twists until we get to where we want to be. Chances are that more often than not, you will hear crickets. In the previous episode, I talked about how important it is to have connections or to make them if you don't have any. And that was the first part of how I ended up getting the interview. I also talked about betting on yourself, and this is exactly what I did. I bet on myself, even though nothing was for certain. And let's remember, I couldn't uh, figure out the last name of the person who called me. Chances are that in the process of applying, reapplying, and tweaking your resume and cover letter, you learn about yourself and your needs and desires so much more than you knew before. And chances are that when you get invited to an interview, you still doubt yourself. So today I wanted to share with you several tips on how to nail your interview. These might come naturally to you, but I do feel they are important. The first one, be prepared. And now it's time for the embarrassing story. I once was granted an interview for a position in an ESL program at a university. I didn't get the job, and I know exactly why. First, I hate to admit this, but I was late. I failed to calculate the driving time, which was a good hour, and the roads, plus getting to the building from the parking lot, and therefore I was late. A big no-no. Second, I thought I knew it all about teaching ESL. I know it was really arrogant of me. I was familiar with the university, but I didn't research the program. How different can it be, right? After all, I had taught a couple of lessons in intensive English program during my grad studies. So that makes me a pro, doesn't it? Again, wrong. So yes, after showing up late for the interview, I was not able to be my best self and answer the questions which were geared specifically towards their program, which leads me to the point of this tip. There are lots of sample questions online that you can expect to hear. Do your own research, though, about the school, the community. In addition, read and reread the job description because likely that's where the questions will be derived from. For example, standard questions could include, tell us about yourself and why do you think you are the ideal candidate? But for an ESL-specific interview, you might be asked about how you prepare for lessons using content and language objectives. How do you incorporate WIDA or other EL standards if your state is not part of the WIDA consortium? What is your collaboration style and how you have solved an issue, whether with a parent or a student, in the past? And what is your typical response to difficult situations? Classroom management and professional development are also the questions that will likely be asked during your interview. So the first rule, again, is be prepared and don't follow in my footsteps and don't be arrogant, okay? <laughs> Number two, 
is be yourself. As a teacher, you know exactly who has done the homework or read the book or prepared for class in general and who simply didn't. Just like we see that our students don't know the answer when they pretend they do, so can the hiring teachers read through whether you're being you or trying to impress or have allowed yourself to be consumed by the stress of the interview process. There are two things I want to address in this section. The first one is mindset. The right mindset is an important aspect in anything we do. So take some time to put yourself in the right frame of mind before the interview. Only until fairly recently, I used to think that it's the other person who holds all the power when I want something, whether it's a job or a change in an existing situation. However, it is important to treat yourself kindly and to know what you bring to the table. You are the professional. You know your field and you know what it takes to teach English learners, likely more than most. You've done your research and you have gifts you can offer. The second one is providing concrete responses. So it's important for the hiring committee to know what you know. Therefore, if you've done your research on the school and the district, as well as through your experience, even if it only was student teaching or volunteering, make sure you provide answers that have substance. For example, a concrete example of how you organize a classroom or your collaboration style or parent communication. And if there's something that you're not sure about, it is better to say and be open to learning more about it than to pretend. And the third tip is to ask questions. Um, I have this thing. I never ask the questions in the classroom. I don't know why. Anytime the teacher would say, does anybody have any questions? I know I want to know something, but I don't know how to ask it. Therefore, I'm not going to ask. So I've learned, you know, in my adult life and I've learned in my career to ask questions and the right questions. So it is, you know, commonplace that the person who's conducting the interview is asking all the questions. But think of some questions of your own that might help shed some light into whether you truly want to be a part of the new school community. So here are some of the questions that you can ask during your interview. And they're all important because they will show you, you know, the schools, the, the system that they work in, you know, the processes and so on. Uh, what does a typical ESL teacher schedule look like? Or how much planning time do we get? Is this a position where I'm located in one school or will I be itinerant? This probably would have been addressed before the end of the interview, but just in case it wasn't, this is an important aspect so that you know. Um, in my previous district, I worked in two schools, a middle and high school. But then when I applied for the current job, um, I knew there were six schools and it was on me to travel to six schools. So is this something that you are open to? Um, is this something that would be a challenge to you or is, will you look at it as an opportunity? Uh, another question is, what is the preferred model of ESL instruction? Um, is it typically pull out, push in? Is it a separate classroom? Is it small groups and so on? What is the ELL population like in this district? How many students? And will I have a mentor? Having a mentor is such an important part of uh, adapting to the new district, adapting to the new role. So um, I think you would want to know that.
I hope these tips will help you whether you're just starting out in your teaching career or looking for a new opportunity or challenge. As a short recap, I shared three tips on how you can show up strong and nail your EL teacher interview. The first one, be prepared. Make sure you do your research before going to the interview and don't be late or arrogant. Number two, be yourself. Put yourself in the right frame of mind and provide responses of substance. Number three, ask questions. It will not only allow you to learn more about the program, but will give the interviewers an insight into what the teachers need or are looking for. Let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a review wherever you listen to the ESL teaching podcast or by sending me a message on Instagram. Thank you for listening and until next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to do two things. First, make sure to subscribe to the ESL teaching podcast so you don't miss an episode. And second, leave a positive review wherever you listen on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform. Positive reviews will improve the chances of this podcast to be discovered in the feed and help our fellow ESL ELL teachers. And of course, there's a third thing. If you aren't following me on social media yet, come join me on Instagram at SimplyYevaESL, Facebook SimplyYeva, or connect with me on my website, SimplyYeva.com. Thanks again, and until next time.